0: Warned that reunion might bring difficulties often due to the overwhelming and irresistible attraction the souls might not be able to handle the union emotionally moreover twin flame relationship has the tendency to be on again off again kind of with intense is passion opinion. pain that is what makes the Awakening Effect, which is supposed to show what we are made of. Lana M. Rooko, My Blessing, My Curse Creative nonfiction, fiction Part 2 Delusion, Tambien, Se vive. Nadia, poverty до життя. Of hope also one lives. If you love a flower that lives on a star, it is sweet to look at the sky at night. All the stars are a bloom with flowers. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, the little prince. Hi, sweetheart. I had a horrible nightmare of losing you, said Benjamin that day, having his usual morning coffee and a cigarette when chatting with his wife on Skype before work. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't find you anywhere and woke up soaked in sweat. What's up, Angie? I'm good. She was trying to play it cool. Doing her utmost to relieve his anxiety, the woman couldn't hide the blink of sadness in her beautiful gray eyes. Okay. I miss you. All of you. I wish we could do chores together instead of sitting in front of the camera thousands of miles away, she said. I know, babe. So do I, said Benjamin. Hmm. Soaked in sweat, you say? Did you just have a fever at night? Ontario wind is no joke. I keep telling you. When you fix trucks lying on the ground, please watch to have it warm. Will you? Give me your eyes. Are you okay? She sounded concerned. Thanks, babe, I'm well. Just that dream. Creepy. I felt like losing you, said Benjamin. Hey, come on, sexy. Every time you want to see me, just text and turn your computer on. And here you are. Your charming Ukrainian wife is right in front of you. So simple, huh? She smiled. Yet he didn't buy it. Well, I got you, she said. We both depend on the net and devices. Still, it's rather about you willing to see me. Once you're not there, behind the screen, I won't be able to reach you. It's rather about you willing to see me. Once you're not there, behind the screen, I won't be able to reach you." There was nobody in the room but her and the echo of their conversation in her head. The image of the full of longing man slowly transformed into the smiling one, vibing with felicity and faded in the heat of the August night. Like in a rush. It's been a while. Signed Sophia, looking at the delicate, heart-shaped red bandit of Swarovski necklace in her hands. dance present from January 2014. August 2018. It was over a year of silence on the other side of her Skype camera on Benjamin's contact. No single word or chat or text message from her husband. No emails, no phone calls, nothing. He's never online, completely out of reach. At first, she couldn't believe the insanity of him disappearing her for the second time. Did you do? Why did she make up with him again after their first lasting breakup two years ago? In a way, that time Ben could claim to have a reason. An excuse to feel offended, misunderstood or mistrusted. Actually they both had been feeling frustrated and confused with no reply from the citizenship and immigration Canada for a year and for months. Yet Banji must have posted Sophia and her teenage daughter's application for immigration. Even so, she began to question him sending it, and her hubby gave up. He gave up repeating that he had posted the package. Having no proof, Ben just disappeared for months. Later, he explained, how can you doubt my love for you? Look, I've made four visits to Ukraine in two years. I was traveling overseas with the only goal – to see you, Sophie. In fact, for a 53-year-old track mechanic from Canada, who had never left the country before and had to go the extra mile to save enough for traveling abroad, the idea of visiting his Ukrainian girlfriend of 43 must have seemed pretty challenging. A random marker would get a point saying it was crazy. Not to mention the fact that Sofia was a doctor's widow with two children, a son of 22, a medical student, and a daughter of 15. When first asked whether she could possibly leave Ukraine for Canada, she made it clear, saying that she would consider moving if only together with her younger child. And Benjamin accepted that. As a divorced father of three young adults, Ben made friends with both of her kids. In a nutshell, their first chat on a dating site, and the love story, engagement, and marriage in Ukraine in June 2014 were anything but ordinary. It was Sophia who made amateur men like Ben travel overseas again and again, ignoring his mother's fears and attempts to find a match for him next door. Sophia woman was an English teacher. Besides, she made her living work in freelance as a tutor and interpreter. Born on the 1st of March, in her mid-forties, she was pretty attractive. Not only was Sophia a good listener, but also she had something special about her manner of speaking, either expressing herself or joking. Ben adored his wife's voice. You think I'll pick up the local accent when we move? She said, trying to sound at her best. Oh, darling, please don't, said Ben. He would often laugh at her way to say boat, trying to sound British. I'm loving your Ukrainian accent, babe, eh? he said. He saw the ocean in her almond shaped eyes, full of healing waters, playfully shimmering with every hair blue and green. Tall and slim, she looked chicken jeans. On top of that, the character and charisma of the woman who after sudden death of her husband grabbed her younger child and moved to Kiev source to start everything from scratch enchanted Benjamin. Soon after their marriage in Ukraine, Ben left for Canada, whereas Sophia and her daughter moved back to their hometown. With intentions to apply for immigration they were planning to have a medical examination. It was a chest x-ray that they started from. Hello. Hello. You need to see a doctor somehow this week. Pay a visit, please. The nurse sounded convincing on the phone. Later... After an additional examination and test in the hospital, the doctor said, I regret to tell you that we suspect a bad tumor in your lung. You need a surgery, and you shouldn't delay having it. I'm gonna make an offer you can't refuse, ironically said the universe challenging the maturing newlyweds with the unexpected. In fact, it was questioning Sophia's life. Sophia shared the bad news with Benji right away. The woman said that she would accept Ben's choice in case he decided to break up with her because of that. I love you, Sophie. What if I lost my arm or leg at work? Would you leave me? Would you love me less? He asked. With that said, the surgery was performed successfully. Sophia's children were there when she opened her eyes again. Also she saw a bunch of roses from her beloved. Luckily, a removed tumor was diagnosed as much less aggressive type, giving Sophia a chance for life. Still, the rehabilitation period was going to be long. Missing his wife, Benjamin came to Ukraine for the Christmas holidays again. All the papers for the application had been collected. So that he could apply for his spouse and dependent child's immigration as a sponsor from Canada, he post. A hot August night, he told Sophia to focus on the bright side of life. She was reminiscing over the amazing quality time together in Ukraine. It was the timbre of his voice, the reputation of his slim and strong body, as well as feeling of her husband's touch that kept her within his energy no matter how long ago they shared the same room. Once, Benji told her they were made for each other to fit perfectly. As they both found their love being rather little life, they believed to enjoy every bit of it and keep the fire burning till the end of time. Even so, her husband would drive Sophia nuts each time when he was so casually saying, We've got a hundred years together, of us. Anyway, back to the tedious spirit of waiting for the news about their application from the Citizenship and Immigration Canada. Sophia was losing her patience with the case, encouraging Ben to learn more. However, his long working hours or other reasons would always make an excuse not to bring any news. As a result, they end up having arguments, and he just vanished for months. Concerned, Sophia tried to get hold of his family. They texted back that he was okay, but would avoid any communication except for work. Benjamin told them she had hung up on him. Meanwhile, Sophia managed to get a response to her inquiry from the Citizenship and Immigration Canada. The news was shocking. They had never received any application from them. To say she got frustrated and depressed is to say nothing. Investing her last savings in additional education required for teaching English abroad jobs, Sophie found a job in Poland and moved there. It was in Poland when Benjamin finally messaged her and showed up on Skype with an apology and a thousand words of missing his wife. Ben said he had never had a single thought of divorce, that every day she thought about her. As for the application package for their citizenship and immigration Canada, Benji showed it stamped with the old dates, with the receipts of immigration payment fees. Due to a weird mistake during posting, the package had never left the local post office. In their town, the post office claimed to have sent the notification to Benjamin. However, he had never received any. It must have been put to a wrong post office box. Thus, their package was still there at the local post office, awaiting to be collected as a return. Tremendously missing each other for months, they made it up again, and a seven-hour difference couldn't become an obstacle to their chats. With Spence crazy-hour shifts, he would often work nights, She would catch up with him just after work The woman in love would watch her hobby In dusty working clothes with tired red eyes But always smiling It would cheer her up for the rest of the day Even thousands miles away The Canadian who was calling her gorgeous In her eyes stood out from other guys Whichever country she lived in. After a while, every other night alone was getting more and more unbearable. Having a bad experience of waiting for family reunion for years, they decided that Sophia should apply for a visitor visit to Canada after returning from Poland to Ukraine in late May. To forget him in Poland. Obviously, they world smiled at her once again. In order to obtain a proof of employment for a visitor-visit comment application, Sophia requested the paper from the fashion school she worked at in Lodz, Poland. Funny Brothers, Mrs. President, wasn't pleased with the news. The fact of Sophia's husband inviting her to Canada would call against their plans to have her the teacher from 0 September game. Soon after their talk, there happened a situation when the student, unhappy about her low grades and disrespectful behavior towards the teacher, made a complaint. The next day Sophia was fired was a miserable chance to argue her case, as she was in foreign. The news shocked all the colleagues, despite the fact that the school management had already acquired a bad reputation of extremely high staff turnover. Without a proof of the lasting and well-paid employment, Ben and Sophia's dream of making it soon were shattered. Nonetheless, on the 29th of June 2017, she managed to apply with the proof of the new employment in Ukraine, all the required documents, including the invitation letter from her spouse. In the letter, Benjamin confirmed that his wife would stay at his place. He would be responsible for her food, shelter, and all the traveling costs, including flights. The proof of Sofia's connection to Ukraine, such as the apartment and car to show her property, the children, her elderly mother, the bank account with a decent sum of money relevant to the cost of living in Ukraine, was a part of the application too. Needless to say, both of them were waiting patiently for the justice of fate to see its final word. Surprisingly, it didn't take them long. The decision on the request of their mature couple with a three-year marriage history to meet in the spouse country took their citizenship and immigration Canada seven days including Saturday and Sunday. They say in average it takes about forty-five seconds for a visa officer to assess each application. The message was the following Thank you for interest in visiting Canada. After a careful review of your temporary resident visa application and supporting documentation, I have determined that your application does not meet the requirements of their immigration, and I'm refusing your application. You have not satisfied me that you would leave Canada at the end of your stay as a temporary resident. In reaching this decision, I consider several factors, including travel history, purpose of visit, current employment situation, personal assets, and financial status. You're welcome to reapply if you feel that you can respond to these concerns and can demonstrate that your situation meets the requirements, accompanied by you new processing fee. The black text on the white background hit the both eyes double success with two hearts bleeding at the same time, whatever the distance, for pain recognizes neither border nor nationality. At first, having her national dignity badly hurt and human rights brutally violated, Sophia even didn't want to talk to her husband. Actually, Canadians are welcome in Ukraine, whereas common Ukrainians are not allowed to visit a spouse who is a citizen, a permanent resident of Canada. What a bizarre situation, isn't it? In two words on human rights. On the 3rd of September, 1953, the Convention for the Protection of Human Rights and Fundamental Freedoms entered into force. Article 8 declares the right to private and family life. Article 12 guarantees the right to marry to men and women of the marriageable age along with the right to found a family. If so... How come one person has the authority to question the other person's right for centuries of happiness? Skype chat and memories Bungie made every effort to calm his wife down. A little sign he tried hard to stay positive and not to show his real feelings in public. With all the difference in time, they looked for messages on Skype every day. Ben, Skype Hi, you've sent a lot of messages and deleted many. I'm awake, found my phone and charged it. I saw your text. Where have I been? I came home Wednesday morning and was very tired after my seven-night shifts. Before I went to sleep, I got a text from Darren, my supervisor, asking me to work Thursday, Friday and Saturday. I slept away all the day and most of the night. I went to work Thursday morning without my phone and when I got home, I started to look for my phone. I found it this morning under the seat in the truck, which told me it dropped there on my way home Wednesday morning. Ben Skype, 2127. After I try calling, I don't answer. It's because I'm downstairs folding laundry and reloading the washer. Ben 2221 I want you to be with you to hold you closely to kiss you to share life with you I want us together not sitting at a computer looking at each other if I'm at work you will know where I am. If there's shopping to do, we can do it together. When I've worked seven days and sleep a day away, you would know where I am. When I lose my phone, you can give me a grief when I get home or you can help me to look for it. Ben, 2232. I'm going shopping. Sorry, I missed you. I'll be gone two or three hours. Have a good evening. They both sent letters of complaint to the Citizenship and Immigration Canada. Both got the same reply. Once the decision is made, the application is closed. After a few days, the couple decided to reapply with a new invitation letter and everything required accordingly. Ben was considering buying plane tickets for the intended destination in advance, despite the fact that the risk of refusal with a second application was even higher. Ben, Skype. I've thought a lot about you and the second application. We both have sent our comments regarding the first rejection. I'm sure our comments will be noted and help with the second application. I also want to take my copy of the invitation letter and the rejection letter to the MPs office tomorrow. During their last conversation, they were writing his invitation letter draft together. In the end, having finished the call, he wrote I love you, you look fantastic, sexy legs, sleep well, and round it off Red hearts. hearts, 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 hearts. August 2018 Looking at a red heart-shaped pendant in her hands, she said, Okay, I gotcha. I might never see you again. But I miss you, I do There was nobody in the room, but her And the hot August night, whispering the memories According to the twin flame concept, there is a powerful pull between the two halves in every lifetime, allowing them to meet every time. Obviously, much depends on the level of consciousness of both energies. That several lifetimes could take to finally meet, and what really matters to recognize each other. Let's bear with the idea. It says several lifetimes. PS 2014 have you heard the story of Conchita, Benji? She asked. Somewhere in North America, there lived a charming Spanish girl, Conchita. Happened, she had a crash for a man from overseas. He arrived in a ship. Mm, let me see. Uh, the ship was called Juno. Yeah. So, her beloved had to leave for Russia. The thing is, he promised to come back for her. When he left, the girl would be meeting arriving ships every single day. Sadly, traveling somewhere in Siberia, her lover died and thus broke his promise. Apparently. Conchita wasn't aware of the tragedy And would you believe it? She kept waiting for him all her life For real? Lana and Rocco My blessing, my curse Part 2